Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring around the star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. Good afternoon. Well, whatever. I don't know what time you're listening to this, but all I know is that I'm very excited about today's show. But, you know, I've been really working on being on time and I was walking out of my apartment. It was about 1025. Takes about 25 minutes to get here. So I'm sitting in my chair. You know, it's one of those, you know, office chair. What, you know, and I go to reach. I fucking hate my apartment. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate my fucking apartment. Anyway. So um, I reach down to go get my backpack and the wheels from the chair, you know, go, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, am I really going to fall? You know that like split second where you're like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking fall. So I fell and I, of course, hit the coffee all over my goddamn desk. So I was four minutes late. Fuck! 
That's a kill me now moment. Three I can't stooges. fucking take it. Anyway, I'm so excited. I'm so excited about today's show. I'm so excited. We are excited about today's show. We are excited about today's show. It is today's show. And we're excited. All right. Uh... <laughs> Okay. How did we both know that song? Because you are one of the greatest musicians. Oh, stop. You are. I don't know if you recognize that voice, but that voice is fucking gold. No pun intended. Ah, <laughs> it's the Judy Show. Um, that is the incredible. I've, if there was ever an announcer, I mean, you should just be making billions doing voiceovers. This is, this is I'm available. Yes. Um, I want him to be... Can, can he record something for us? Absolutely. Oh my God, it would ladies be my and gentlemen, pleasure. gentlemen, or I don't know. If, uh, he, our he, listeners yes. are not gentlemen, are they? Uh, we've got we've got gentlemen. No, for I sure. mean, but are they? Do they act like gentlemen? Oh yeah, a couple of okay, them. Okay, that's Hennessy. Even though I'm still pissed at him. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> Hen- uh, Hennessy's here. We have received uh, numerous emails about the interruptions. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get better. Okay. I got excited. I'm I'm really gonna get better. Okay, and starting um, now. Okay, our <laughs> guest today is the incredible, uh, uh, unbelievably talented Rick Chrome, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Rick oh, Chrome, thank you here. so much. But, um, Very nice. We have a change. Patrick is not here. Oh. Seth is here because hi Judy, hi Seth. Um, because Patrick got a little upset mm-hmm. about. I'm a little upset too. Why? Oh, well, you kind of owe me an apology. Why? What did I do? Uh, when I said, where are you Friday? And I, you're, oh, like, you're right. an idiot. So, I, all right. Let me just tell you something. <laughs> I'm, I try to be as organized as possible, but you know, Ben has, I swear to God, he had six games this weekend, six basketball games. Wow. And it's like really hard to plan your life when, you know, you have to, you don't even know. Like, it's like if they win, then they have another game. And they had three games yesterday. So I wrote Friday. Today's Monday. Mm-hmm. This will air tomorrow, right? Mm. Tuesday. And Judy was wrong. Once in her life. I was wrong. I said Friday, 11 a.m. And you lit, lit me up. No, I didn't. I said, I did not oh, light you, did, you up. You did too. You, what are you, an idiot? You're worse than Pat. Oh, my God. No, I... <laughs> oh, God. Now, he, is he going to listen to this? No. Of All course right, he is. I mean, he... He's in the closet right do now. Do you think... <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other show. Do you think he's going to... Well, whatever. No. So, he got upset. Uh, I don't even know. Judy was making fun of someone, and they got butthurt. It never happens. <laughs> I wasn't even no. bad. I was just making... I was like, oh... Because, you know, sometimes he doesn't participate. Uh, no. You were more of a bully than that, but he, sh- I mean, but, but, he you can't. You didn't say like you have to uh, Having him. done this show for two and a half years, he shouldn't be surprised. You were definitely joking with him. It was coming from love, and, um. There was no love there. But, whatever. What are you not talking everyone, about, Seth? Not everyone is. All right, Rick doesn't want to hear this yeah. shit. A masochist. Okay. This is like my favorite soap opera. Yeah. <laughs> now. So Rick Chrome. Yeah. I, I think I've known Rick, Rick uh, since about 1987, maybe? Probably. Yeah. So, Probably. Um, Rick Chrome is known for many things. Um, he is a, he is beloved in the comedy community. Beloved. Yes. I, I oh. mean, That's... it's, I mean, he has an interesting life, but I have to say that every comic, do you have any people who don't like you? 
not. There are some, but it's it's not people in the comedy world. It's right. People in the theater world mm. don't like it. Well, they're there are so some, dramatic. I mean, I've done some dramatic. theater, and I. Yeah. It is. I'm not kidding. It is high school. Uh, it's worse than high school. Yeah. But you know, like uh, I did some shows like in the '80s right. that went um, off Broadway. Little right. things that I wrote. Yes. And you know, people think, well, I I was in your show at the duplex right. in 1984. <laughs> why are Ergo, you? Why yeah. am I not on this off Broadway production? Right. Well, they they bought the contract and they didn't right. want you. Well, right. You mean you you went without me? Yes. <laughs> yes, I Hello. took the contract. Show, yes. Welcome to show business. Welcome to show right. business. I don't get carried along in everything I do. Right. You know, you I should. did. You know what? Now we fast forward 40 years. I did this pilot for um, Great News on. Right. Uh, what is it? CBS? Uh, oh, we're at CBS I right think now. So. I'll look it up. It's NBC, I think. Oh, all right. Anyway, you know, and I'm playing. I'm playing Andrea Martin's husband, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things where you How don't see do the guy's face. It? She was a guest. How she's great fan, she? She's yeah. fantastic. All right, go. You, you know. and Andrea Martin's kid. Okay, stop. Can you imagine though? Yeah, Interruption. But no, not on the same. But topic. it's the same thing. It was, I did the one episode. Hired as a day player. I think. Oh, I've got a series. I didn't have right. a series. I was just there for the day. Right. And so. So you know, NBC. what am I going to go? It's so it's hard. Am I going to go around and go? Yeah. How dare you! You you right. hurt my feelings. So yeah, it's, there are people who I've disappointed over the years. That right. That but not intentionally. It's what? just I try not to. Right. Well, now, I did used to drink, so I, I have said some things right. under the influence that right. I've had to walk back. But but yeah, I'm, I don't remember I'm, you as a drinker, drinker, drinker. Um, no, I, I I usually kept that out of the club. Right. Right. Until one one day, I was on. Uh, yeah, I switched to drink gin. I was drinking wine because that made me happy. What co- what color? Red wine. Yeah, my oh, it made me so happy. I'd be in the corner. Yeah. Hey, come here, I'll blow yeah. you. You know, very happy. Right. <laughs> and then I switched to gin because I was getting fat on the the yeah, red wine. Yeah, I've switched over to vodka. Oh my god! Well, that makes you a little mean. It does. Yeah, gin. Gin. Shut up! I hardly have any. I'm I'm a Jew. I can't. It's yeah. like one. I, if I have oh. two, I'm like oh. Tana. Gin makes you say things like you know what your problem is. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. <laughs> So no. you, but were, anyway, not, you, not bad though. So Rick Chrome grew yes. up in Chicago. Grew up in Chicago. Yes, the son of an investment banker. Nope. No, that's not true. Your dad was a printer. A printer. Oh, fuck! I was listening to an interview, and one of your friends' parents were in the audience, and, you, and he was wearing a a, a suit. One of your oh, fr- yes, and Walker. he was in, yeah, and he was an investment banker, and you said yeah, whatever. His father, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so your father was a printer. Your mother stayed at home until your younger sister was in high school. This is amazing. You're like Ralph Edwards and this is your life. You know yes. all of this about me. Yes. And then she, she worked in a bake shop. She she ran the Jewel Bake Shop in Jewel. Chicago. Jewel. Jewel. That, there's a J-E-W in that. Okay. Jewel. Yes. She uh, was a bake shop manager. What did she do? Oh, she managed it. Was she a good cook? Yeah, she was okay. But, yeah. but basically it was, you know, one of those food chain stores right. where, you know, they make the cookies and the bread and you go. Right. And so she did ran, she steal shit from there and bring it home? Uh, we always had product in the house. Mm. Whether she paid for it or not, I do not know. We do not so, know, but Dolly, her name was Dolly. Oh, know. I love that oh. name. Yes. Of course. Dolly. Her real name was, was Thelma, but but Dolly. Um. She was always known as Dolly. And she, oh yeah, she she would smuggle a few cookies here yeah. and there. And yeah. so you're the middle child. I, oh, yes. <laughs> can't so you you're tell? mentally ill. <laughs> and mentally, then, I can't make a decision to save my life. Two sisters? <laughs> One sister, one sister, younger, younger sister, and older brother. One older brother. That's right. And what does he do? 
now. Yeah. He, but he did uh, what my father printer. Uh, did uh, with a lithographer, offset printer. Right. In the day, in you know, years ago, there was uh, before digital. Yes. Yeah, you had to, there were little yeah, dots, and you had right. to you had to actually have yeah pictures on paper that right. had to be proved. So he did that. My you brother, know, my I was a typesetter. I was a typesetter to were. make extra money when I started doing stand-up. With Gutenberg? Uh, was he a typesetter? <laughs> he invented the press. Oh, right. So. Oh, I thought you meant Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> no. Dumb. That was his name. All right. Um, yeah. yeah, because it, I was a very fast typer, and I would code the stuff. And it was, re- and then oh. I eventually, I just did it for a magazine in, in exchange for health insurance, because I'm a Jew. Sure. And Jews need health insurance. Okay, Absolutely. so. Whether you're sick or not. Hey. You're going to the doctor. So. Um, <laughs> is this something? I saw this this morning. Is this what? something? This, yeah. This mark on my. Is yeah. That, it's a raisin. That's a, that's a raisin. Did now, so did, what part of Chicago did you grow up in? Uh, north, first of all, by the, um, until I was 12, we lived near Wrigley Field. Oh, which nice. Is Wrigley Field, you know, for those of you Chicago listeners, uh, yeah. around Sheffield and Diversity. Then we moved out. A little further west, like the Irving Park and Cicero, the Portage Park area, mm-hmm. northwest side. Any Jews in this area? Uh, a, a few Jews. Most of the Jews are in Rogers Park and Skokie. Yeah, because Skokie has a lot of Holocaust survivors. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I and I had relatives in Chicago, but they were on Lake um, <laughs> you have fancy, fancy juice. Yeah, they were they were fancy. fancy um, and so, I have to go to Rosemont this week. Oh, well, that's nice. It uh, is. Are the Zanies? Yeah, is it good? It's a wonderful little club. Have you been? I have been there. I did a guest set there. Um, yeah, but you don't have to sit in the fucking Crown Plaza Airport Hotel for four days, being depressed and wanting to kill yourself. Uh, well, you'll do that anywhere, but uh, <laughs> right. But that is true. But there are things to you can go outside. I want to go to the art. I love the Chicago Art Museum. Yeah, and think, it's, it, but you can't. It's like I'm going to have to take a car to Chicago. No, you, you all you need to do is take um, the L. To take the L. I don't think it goes out to Rosemont, but it, it's uh, it's very close. You can take an Uber to the L. Okay, and then because right I love downtown. Chicago, but oh, they put gorgeous. me at the Zanies in Rosemont. Yeah, it's a great club. I know. I've been there once before. Yeah. All right. Anyway, back to you. Yes. So you're in Chicago, and were you like in, in high school? Were you popular and stuff? No. Well, not the first two years. When right. I, when I was, because my brother was the jock. He was the. Oh, God. He that's was the guy. Oh, yeah. He was. Was you know, he on the football team and everything? He was everything? baseball. He was a baseball guy. Oh, God. And he was, you know, he, just an incredible Girls. athlete. Yeah. He could have been a professional baseball player if he if he stuck to it. But but that's another story. He didn't story. have the. Uh, the chutzpah. chutzpah. Uh, there you go. Thank you. I learned that word. Um, but uh, uh, I started, I think, junior year. I thought, you know what? I I, I was playing the guitar and doing right. impressions, so and I it, wanted to be a comedian. So, so we they had these high school talent shows. Right. So I did one um, with a musical partner in uh, uh, my sophomore year. I was right. like, a whole new world opened up. Right. It's a whole new yeah. world. Patrick would cut that out, by yeah. the way. Go ahead. <laughs> we don't have licensing for yeah. that. That's the... Yeah. So I started doing the... Uh, producing the talent shows. We do a review and we but have... You, do, yeah. And did you have a piano in your house or... Uh, we had a piano. I was trained on the guitar. Okay. So we had a piano a little later, so I didn't... Did re- you ask for it? Yeah, I did. 
Only because there was one next door that right. some old lady had died and they were getting right. rid of it. And I said, can we have it? Can I someone take my piano? Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. So. Any, yeah. Um, so was that's anyone else st- musical in the family? Yeah. We, 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 my brother took accordion lessons and I took accordion wow, lessons. Wow. That's a hard instrument to play. A, he's, and he was he's great at it. He's great I'm at it. I'm sick of him already. I'm he's sick a of him fucking already. baseball player and a good accordion yeah, player. Fuck him. Just, well, right. you know, he just he wanted, to, he wanted to be normal. And, right. I mean, I can't Straight. blame. Yeah. Yeah, straight, normal yeah. kids, everything. You know. Are you close with him? Uh, we're not real close. We're right. not. We're not uh, estranged. Right, but, right, right. But growing up, we had absolutely nothing, nothing in common. Enough. And then I moved away. Okay. So, so yeah. you go, so anyway. you're so you My started God, this doing was like a Jerry Springer. <laughs> 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 this, was, this was like a Doctor Phil. Did you? So you started doing these talent shows. The talent shows, and then community theater. And people were time. like, oh, Rick Rome's very talented. And all of a sudden, I was not the kid they were just making right. fun of. The kid was. What would they call you? Because we're very um, honest here, and I got called Bigfoot and Sasquatch every day in my life. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I, I had a huge nose at the time. I don't know if right. you, this is some work. I don't know if you ever knew you that. You did? Oh, it was, it was a monument. Phyllis Diller once told me, don't get that nose fixed. It's really? A mon- it's a monument. Like how bad? How big? It, it was another finger bigger. So like no that? way. Yeah. Yeah. I, wow. Who had the nose in your family? Uh, everybody. My grandfather had a nose like um, like a vacuum, and my father had. You got a good nose job because it doesn't yeah. look like you got a nose job. Right. It looks great. It's just a little. Yeah. We did minimalism. Right. Just put it in wow. proportion. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. But they were they were all over me, and they called me. I don't. I think I blocked the names out. Yeah. It's so horrible. But they would give they would give you weird names. Right. Like. There was like a, a character called. Sorry, that was just. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Call. There was a weird cartoon character called Irving. And yeah. Apparently, I looked like him, so they would call me that, and, and they would scream it across. I'm like, what I know. Are you it's like about? I could not walk down the fucking hallway. No. It was so torture. It was like, no. can you just fucking leave me alone? No, no imagination behind these names either. I they're think, like the simplest. Yeah, I, but they're dumb. Yeah. They're yeah. like Donald Trump. It's like Donald. <laughs> they're Donald Trump names, yeah. like yeah. wacky. Thing, yeah, you know. Yeah, they're just meant. Nasty they're just meant to cut you down. Kid, you yeah. know, cut you down to size. Uh, they used to come to my house the first two years. Can I have the the sad violin music? No, the kids in the neighborhood. They, yeah. Because I would never react like like somebody would. I would never get like really furious. Right. I would just do like a slow burn, and they loved that. Apparently, they would come. To, to to my house to say, hey, you want to come out and hang out? Sure, yeah. I come out. And then they would make fun right, of me right, right. I had this. for hours and, and hours right. every day for two years. And so when I realized that since I had a skill, like a talent where I, right. could, I could do funny voices and I could sing and right. I could play, the, and that impressed them, went, oh, this is my secret weapon. Right. Yeah. So that's that was the turning point. Right. Yeah. Um, I think with all performers, Christ. you have a point where you're like, aha, right. look at I just sang a funny song and everybody in the school applauded for me. Right. That'll show you. Yeah, you fucking assholes. Yeah, go catch it on their fucking footballs. Yeah. Put that on your resume. I remember I used to think, um, <laughs> I would see, you know, myself in the march. I was very musical too. Mm-hmm. And so I would, and I would see video of myself in the march band and I was like, oh, that's why they pick them. And like, it was horrible. Oh, it's like no. you, I was gigantic gigantic mm. but they yeah they used to cut it's like you had no thank god there's no in, there was no internet then because oh it would have been god. fucking forget it i would have i would have I couldn't even go out and get the mail in, in our mailbox without someone yelling shit all right oh. so we're like, we're like the same person that it's way it's horrible it it's and i didn't walk by a schoolyard till i was in my 30s 
and then I have my kids. This is and, like yeah. this is when I wish I could go back in time and fucking beat the shit out of these and kids. beat the shit out yeah. of them. Oh, I would love it. I would get all but of them, the ones that came to you survivors. and you in a room together. We're survivors. Yeah, but you know when you you see these things, these stories about kids go, you know, getting going nuts because they've been bullied and and causing violence right. in the school. I won't be more graphic than that. You know, you think that's horrible, but I kind of get yeah, it. Yeah, I get it. I kind of you know, get it. You know, did I tell the story last time? But yeah. I was just in uh, Boca. And I'm doing this gig, right? And uh, I, have a, I have a joke in my act about, you know, how everyone in the LGBTQRSTVWXYZ community mm-hmm. now, there's all these rules and all these, you know, gender fluids and this and that getting you know insulted if you don't you know and so one of my jokes is about how i was called bigfoot and sasquatch for 18 years and i'm fine you know so get over it you know i'm so sorry you know someone made a mistake it's you know so this guy comes up to me after the show and he's like um i went to high school with you and i was like oh i don't really i don't he was you're younger and uh and i try to block out all four years mm-hmm. and so uh sure. his wife said to me you know when you said that joke he had already told me on the way in that everyone abused me and called me bigfoot and sasquatch and so then when i said it on stage she was like oh and i was like oh my god because he had already told me that and i was oh. like that's what he remembers of me oh. is the kids uh-huh. fucking you know what i mean and it was like, ugh, I fucking hate them. And did, right. he, did he say it like, like, hey, I was one of no, the people? No, no, he said it. I like, helped you with he your wasn't, act. He definitely right. wasn't one of the people. Yeah. But you know uh, what I mean? It was like, that's what you remember. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, oh, so. I'm sorry. It's fine. Me. So then. Hey, we're, hey. What you guys do? are hilarious. We're and not. I'm grateful for all of your pain because okay, you're great. two of the Shut funniest the fuck people up. ever. Now, yeah. We're um, in show business. They're VP, at Kmart. It's true. Yeah. So, VP. <laughs> VP is voice pro- probation. That's oh. what. Yeah, oh. I have to get you. We should get a little list for everyone before. All right. So, <laughs> okay. hey everyone, did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than ten thousand different kinds of plants and over two million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but fast growing trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces, but I live in an apartment and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew. The space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. 
you need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J U D Y G O L D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. Okay, so <laughs> then you graduate high school. Yes. And you don't go to college. You start, you go to Chicago City Limits. Is that correct? I Well, I graduated high school. See, how was old? I, I, was, uh, I was 36. No, I was 18. Right. <laughs> and uh, I, um, I'm, I'm going back now. But I went to a little community college because right. I wanted to get some music theory right. courses. I love music theory. Yeah, Ooh. just, oh, the, the, I can mix a Lodian scale yeah. you up and down. I love that. But uh, I went to music school uh, uh, theory and I wanted to get uh, psychology because I knew I was going right. to be a writer and a musician of some sort. Right. I had already written some tiny little musicals and stuff. Right. Uh, but I worked in a record store. Remember right. record stores? Oh, God. Oh, we'd sell, How... we'd sell needles. Remember and, that? Yeah. Remember? 45s. Just remember, I remember. You got her going now. Getting stoned, right? <laughs> and that was my. If I had worked really hard, I that my my prize for myself, my mm-hmm. reward was getting an album or two, you know. Sure. And I'd say you'd be in the fucking record store for hours, reading liner notes, mm-hmm. look at, and it was just. And then remember when you'd go home and you'd put it on and you'd just sit there and then you'd turn it over. I mean. No one fucking does that. No, that's when you could actually feel the music because you right. had you had to you had it in your hand. Right. Yeah. And you was... can, and and a, an album was a story. You know what I mean? It was yeah. a f- whatever. All right. So, so anyway, so were, I worked at a record allowed, store. What was the name of the record store? Oh, Music Land. Oh, okay. Music Land in yeah. some department store. It wasn't like store. Sam Goodies or anything. No, okay. no, they didn't exist at that point. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, I forgot how old you are. Yeah, okay, go ahead. They, they were all on Edison rolls yeah. at that time. They were. <laughs> Our biggest seller was Mary Hand Little Lamb. That was that was our big seller. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he did that. I was in a wedding band. I played guitar and really? sang in a wedding band for two years called the Gigolos. Wow. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it was all. And, and all... now you know you're gay at this point. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know at eighteen. Right. That something is different, right? Because I was like, "When is this whole liking girls thing kick right. in? When is this supposed right. to happen?" You know? And you had no experience before that with a guy or anything. No, you know, just your your just your usual, you know, fooling around with the kid down the block, right, kind right, of touchy, right, you know, right. no comparing, showing, but all the uh, right, nothing, yeah, you know, yeah, nothing, anal, no anal, go. <laughs> there was no anal. There was no anal. There was okay. no oral. There was okay. just a, oh, look at that. Oh, look right. at this. It was. Uh, <laughs> I'll show you yeah. mine if you show me yeah. yours. Yeah. No, but uh, no, I I was hiding that from me. And I, but when I was 18, I'm like, okay, I think that's the story. But I did nothing about it and really told nobody for two years. Right. Because I was a good girl. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so I horrible. Was, it's the it's closet horrible. and you're just, a, you're like you wake up yeah. with a pit in your stomach and you have to go out in the world oh. and lie and it's just fucking shit it's shit right. and it's so much better now but it's the same thing right because you you have said this but we all say this that you know you from an audience 
you have to lay it on them that you're right. gay in order for this next bit to work. Right, right, right. Mm. So mm. Uh, you got to do it in a way that's not, oh, by the way. And, oh, I just, now I'm just like, I'm a lesbian. blah, yeah. blah, blah, Yeah, now blah. they don't care so much, but right. back then. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. But, it, it but was I, I didn't tell anybody professionally. Right. I started doing stand-up at this little club. Oh, uh, wait, I know I, the name of the club. Oh, you do? Let's see. Wait. Oh, fuck. Where is it? Start to Cobarts. The, Cobarts Comedy yes! Club. Yes! Yes! Yeah, that's where I met Chicago City Limits. Yeah. But so I you started doing stand And who was... Were there... You know, there were comics then, but they there were was, all well, like at the, the white guys, like the Seinfeld. Uh, well, well, there's well. also Judy Tenuta. Yes. Worked the same club when wow. she was young. And Emo Phillips, who was then, before he was Emo Phillips, he was uh, Phil Sultanic was one of his names. Yeah. Phil Bufka was uh-huh. one of his Yeah. And, uh, and he and Judy were... Uh, they were Tenuta. lesbian lovers, yes. They were lesbian lovers at, yes. the, at the time. Um and then nobody else you may have heard of. Right, but okay. Good, but good good comics in Chicago. But uh, I, And that's where I met Chicago City Limits. But I did not tell them that I was uh, gay. Right, of course until, not. Uh, until they caught you with a dick in your mouth. At the... <laughs> I said this is nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. This, I had no idea. I thought this, so... is, I thought this is how you tip the busboy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so... <laughs> So you're, but, no. and you, when you first went up, uh-huh. did you kill? Like usually the first, the first time is a killer. The second time is shit fuck. I did. <laughs> uh, I was a total hack, but I was good. And you did impressions. I did impressions. I you played the guitar. You did the, the Walter Cron- Cronkite well, thing. Walter Cronkite. Yes, I yeah. know. That's yeah. Uh, who does a Walter Cronkite these days? Not I know, me. I love... Do you know who Walter Cronkite was? Yeah. Because oh. of today's unemployment situation, many yeah. Hollywood celebrities have been forced to take part-time jobs. This is one of my first yeah. times. Jimmy Stewart is trying his hand at becoming a square dance caller. <laughs> you know, now swing your partner to and fro. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Turn around and do 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 Yeah. So I did stuff like that. Right. You see, it's still funny. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But uh, you should go on the nursing really home tour. I should. Oh my God, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's it." A... <laughs> All right, so do the young Mary, Mary. But Mary. she died laughing. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, I did. That, but I played. I played funny, you know, song parodies. And right. So, you know, at the time, that was a thing because everybody in the '70s had a guitar. Right. You know, because you're coming off of the 60s, Kumbaya, right. all that shit. And then comedy was just starting to become a big thing. So right. this phenomenon called guitar acts right. started. And John Joseph. John. Well, when I first started I in Chicago, I was the only guitar act. Wow. In Chicago. But I came to New York and there was John. Dennis Blair. Oh, yeah. Dennis Blair. There was... Uh, Dennis Wolfberg. I just burped a little bit. Sorry. Den- Remember Dennis Wolfberg? I didn't even burp. Yeah, uh, I loved Dennis, and I worked with him. Nicest guy. Nicest guy in the melanoma. world. Melanoma. Greatest yeah. guy in the Oh, Dennis Wolfberg. Sorry. Yeah, and then he also... But he was a guitar actor. Was Dennis Blair Jewish? I don't know. His name's Dennis. Let's do a half. Uh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Blair sounds Irish, though. Yeah, all right, yeah. And uh, uh, Ron Richards. There were, there were a lot of guitar acts. So right. I, so I stopped doing the guitar. But you came to New York. After a few years the- there, you came back... And you went to the Duplex, I think. Is that correct? Yeah. And then the Duplex was our first gig, Chicago you, City Limits. I was their piano player and opening act. Right. And you did a review called Oh Fine. Oh Fine. And yes. which later became RSVP from one of the songs in the 
right? There Is that a, correct? There was a lyric in a song yeah. about a high school reunion. Right. Very dark song for a 20-year-old to write, but... it. But Well, duh. Look at yeah. the fucking high school experience yeah, you I, had. I was, Have you ever been to a high school reunion? Oh, yes. I just went to my 40th no one two way. years ago. Yeah. Oh, I would I'd never go. Oh, they're hilarious. They are? Oh, I, be, hate, I, I feel like I would just... I still have dreams about it. But here's what, but see, uh, over time, when you're, you go to your 20th high school reunion, everybody is now, has come into themselves and and they're talking about, you know, this house and this career and those kids that they have. You go to your 40th one and it's like, who's your cardiologist? Right. (laughs) What have you had replaced? Yeah, right, right, right. I had the elbow done last year. I'm having the knee done this year. Um, That's kind of nice. Uh, And, uh, uh, and it was the first time I, I, I was <laughs> 58 years old and the cutest one there. Yes, <laughs> that's right. I was cute. Yeah, I was. It, it was well, amazing. Because, you know, you're you the cutest one here. Oh, aren't you? Excuse me. <laughs> All right. So, um, really? so you go to the duplex. Lay on work, the table. You're what? working no, no. at the duplex. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, we we. Uh, yeah, working yeah. at the duplex, doing and, shows, and then I wrote this little review. I right. wrote songs about people I had met in the village. Right. At the time, there was a, you know how there's always these these phrases that people use for many years. People would just go not, right. or they yeah. would go go like psych. What a, it became a psych or whatever. Right. At that right. time, it was fine, right, oh, fine. Oh. Right. So I wrote a review and called it oh fine, right. And um, it was a kind of a character study of people I met in the village, and uh, and it. And at this time, are you ganging it up? I'm ganging it up. Yeah, I'm ganging it. Uh, and did you ha- you had an apartment in the village? I had no. Because this is when people could yeah. actually move to New York to be an artist. Now yes. that is impossible. But yeah, yeah this is I, the late seventies, right? This is 1979. Okay, 79 that would be, and that would be the latest. The latest the of yeah. the seventies. Okay, so you're and this is yeah. pre-AIDS. It's pre-AIDS. Uh, yeah. There was, uh, I was living uh, from apartment to apartment with, right. with different people. Right, and, right, right. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, and the village, was, the village was the gay part of the city. Right. It wasn't It wasn't Chelsea. Chelsea or, or, yeah. No. Yeah, I know. Um, now it's Chelsea. It's yeah. annoying. All right, well, anyway, so. And now you, it's Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I was, I was suddenly uh, thrust realized, into a thing where I could yeah. be. I could be open. My family wasn't around. I didn't right. have to explain anything. Right. This uh, is a dick. I like to suck oh, it. No, like to, uh, these are bulls. These are bulls. They yeah. go over here. Yeah. It's nice if you this put one on bag. each side. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you put one on each side. It has a nice yeah. symmetry that outlines. So the it's girth good. Of the so penis. you're free. Yes. So you're free. So and, I'm free, and I'm, uh, you know, and I was, but I was always very, I'm a Midwestern kid, so, and you, you know, so I didn't like go, I'm gay, good, and I'm right. going to talk like this, and right. I'm going to, but I, but, uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong right. with that. <laughs> All right. There is, uh, just talking about voice, there's yes. a, vo- there was this fellow named Billy Blackwell back then, mm-hmm. and he was this delightful uh, guy and he talked like he was right here this is right. his voice right here right yeah and he was it was delightful uh. it's my fourth mimosa I'm so bad <laughs> and I loved his voice right. I just loved his voice and it, 
So, uh, quick story. In 1980, we were going into Iran, or uh, Iran had the hostages. Right, 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 right. And this guy came into the duplex, not right. knowing it was a gay bar, and it was a, it was a late afternoon. Yeah, he and didn't he had know. This, yeah, <laughs> you know, and he had this like military fatigue, like, probably about 25 year old guy, and he had this big button that's a circular button that said "fuck Iran," right? And Billy <laughs> Blackwell comes comes in down the stairs right. at, the, at the old duplex. And he walks by, and he takes one. He does a double take. He goes, "Hi, I'm Iran." <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and moments later, a fight broke out. Right. Because this guy freaked out or right. whatever, and then oh, well, now we know he's totally gay. He's totally yeah. gay. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he was drunk. Yeah. and we tackled him when we and the cops came. With See, yeah. back in the seventies, by the way, you had to know how to fight. Oh yeah, right. there were there were people who didn't know how to fight. You, you don't know. know. I, why are you saying? Oh yeah. You when don't you think. Even you born. don't think I know my history. Whatever. Of go. my people. Yeah. Your yeah. people. Go ahead. So right. you, I know you fought for me. I give you credit all, all the right. time. Th- say thank you to us. Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there, there would be a, a something if there was any trouble. Those of us who could, you uh, right. You know, know how to block a punch and, and throw a punch. And is this pre nose job? It's a pre note. Okay. So <laughs> this is this is like ten years before the note show. All right. So, so then, but, but anyway, that's I what love would that happen. story. But nice. Um, I'm Iran. So <laughs> and then he kicked his ass. That's great. And uh, then you, um, how did you meet Bill Grunfest? So then you ended up going from uh, doing these reviews. Let me t- let me tell right. you what it, this is a little area between 1981 and 84, which is when I went to the cellar. Mm-hmm. I was with Chicago City Limits. I wasn't doing stand-up that much. Right. Um, Lucian and didn't like me at all. Why? I don't know. Oh, he was, You're very yeah. talented, but I... Did you ever work the strip? Not until he died. <laughs> wow. No. Wow. I did he look- was one of my first... Yeah, yeah, but he told me... I think I've told this. that mm. You're a woman. You're Jewish. I don't know what kind of market there is for female Jewish community. And I'm like... Is there any other kind? It was like, jo- <laughs> hello, Joan Rivers. <laughs> I mean, I'll pass you because I think, and I was like, oh yeah. my God, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, I worked it with Chicago City Limits. Right. We would do improv there, but uh, but not not as a solo. Okay. So, um, But anyway, I've lost my place now. So you, I was oh, talking yes. about getting so, to the- So Oh Fine then gets produced, but we're doing little teasers at the downstairs at the duplex right. to get people to come upstairs to see our cabaret. Right. Bob Hope's nephew- Peter Malatesta, who's uh, Dolores's uh, nephew, right? Bob Hope's one, is there. He decides he wants to produce this off Broadway. He has a whole thing with Washington. He was Spiro Agnew's aide. And wow! And he's connected to everybody. Old, right. old show business. So here right. I am, 1982. I have this off Broadway show, and I'm sitting backstage at Westbury talking to Bob Hope, right? For a half an hour. No way. And and getting drunk with Phyllis Diller at Brandy's. Oh, I love Brandy's! Oh, my God. That's just for excitement. Oh. Okay. And, you know, then we had this little off-Broadway show, which they right. totally fucked up. Uh, but which you learned a lot from, oh, you I said. learned a lot. You learned that learned never lot. that you have to own your stuff and yeah. no one else fucking tells you what to do. That's right. Yes. But that was a good true. lesson to learn. Yeah. All right. So I met all these wonderful people. You know, uh, Steve Allen. Steve Allen oh. told me I was talented. Oh, I love How Steve Allen. That? Oh, so, my God. So that was an incredible time. But then, uh, here's the story on uh, getting into the cellar. I'll, briefly, the piano player there, Charles Zucker, who was Bill Cronvest's sidekick, was right. leaving. 
the seller, uh, Bill wanted to have another sidekick. Right. I was the only kind of funny piano player in Right. There I was. Right. So. And you, so, and that's how, when I got into the cellar, it was Bill. It was, it was you, Bill. Bill and you. At Bill the and piano. me. Um, and so I would sidekick with him, and then I started redeveloping my stand-up again. Right. So so that's how I started there. That, you were, guys were great. Oh, thank Ooh. you. We had so many. I remember those. I mean, oh. it was dead a lot of the time. Three, we used to have the, have the, the waiters, the, the wait staff, and some of the comedians who would hang out for right. late night. They'd sit in the room at nine o'clock yeah. because people would peek their head in, and if there right. was nobody in the club, they wouldn't come in. Right. So we'd pretend there was an audience. I used to sit in the corner. <laughs> um, oh, the borscht! I used to yeah. sit in the corner with. Um, Ding. That'll be oh, the yeah. name. With. Um, <laughs> That'll be the name of your biography. Yeah, the borscht. Oh, the borscht. <laughs> Uh, with uh, what the fuck is his name? He's in the announcer on on Saturday Night Live. This is Daryl Hammond. Up. Yeah, with Daryl. I used to sit in the back with Daryl, and I remember he'd go on late at night after he'd go to a meeting or something, and then he'd come in, and right. then I'd be well, like, they were my... "Do Phil Donahue, do this, do oh. that." Yeah, he was he's fucking brilliant. Yeah, but those were my late nighters. I used to run. Yeah. This, I you I I don't know. You were not a late nighter there, but were you? I started. Yeah, yeah. But when then I was I... running late night, and then people would come and hang out. Yeah, and, and there were all these these. Weird people like David Tell yeah. and uh, Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Weirdos. Uh, Jim Gaffigan. They all, everybody had like four jokes. Yeah. This is but how that, long ago this yeah, was. Yeah. It was, re- and we'd sit in that corner thing. That corner. Yeah. And then people started going to Boston Comedy Club. I got into Catch, so I started going to Catch, but yeah. whatever. All right. So you, you and Bill are the comedy seller. Did you ever tell Bill, because Bill would pass the comics? Yeah. Um, this is before Estee. And would you ever say, Bill, that one's not funny, or don't pass that one, or? Um, no, I uh, tried to. Just... Sometimes, sometimes people rubbed me the wrong way, right? Especially if they were doing gay jokes. I'd right. be like, really? You're gonna, yeah. you're gonna let that guy? Th- I'm sorry. That's uh, that's Bill now. Uh, uh, <laughs> I never you told you, joke? but uh, there was Mark Cohen, who I love. Yeah. Mark and I used to do a team thing together yeah. too. Too, but when he first came through, I was like, I don't know, Bill. Yeah. This guy is. Yeah. This guy is not. Yeah. But I, I uh, loved him. But no, I never really uh, told Bill what my right. opinion was. But uh, I was just happy to have the job. So, so you yeah. you worked there, and in the meantime, you uh, what year did Esty come in? Well, Esty had always been there. Right. Esty was um, the manager. Sort of. She was she was the office manager, right? And uh, uh, she was also married to uh, the fellow who was in Manny's band. Yes, Manny. Uh, yeah. So they she was part of the family, right? Uh, um, I think uh, when Bill went to L.A. and that I'm going to say Esty started booking the place in the late '90s. Yeah. Because there was there was an assist Manny, right? And then somebody. It's a Jewish place. Let's just do it's this for place. the comedy seller. Jewish okay, place. so uh, I'm just trying to get the litany, but, but right, Gusty's right. been there since since uh, okay. before I was there. And so why wh- why did Bill leave? Because Bill decided he was going to go out to L.A. Right. and uh, be, a, be a writer. Oh, be a writer. And he did. He went out there, right. and uh, after a year or so, he became the head writer for Mad About You. Right. So that's Paul pretty Reiser. good. That's a Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser thing. Um, yeah. So who did you see? Well, you saw Sarah and Mark, but you used to see that, like I, the the Larry uh, Millers and the Larry Miller, yeah. every uh, Rita Rudner, yeah, John 
John Manfrelati, John Mendoza. Uh-huh. Do you remember these people? Oh my god, I loved them. Manfrelati was fucking oh. hilarious. I still talk yeah. to him every once in a while. I love him. Um, <laughs> we had some of the best yeah. people. Who I loved going there. Legends. And it was yeah. uh, all right. So. And we had some of the worst people. Right. But, uh, but at least back then, right. You know, you give them a shot. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's such a different thing now. There were no bringer shows. You know, it wasn't like oh, you had that's... to bring a certain amount of people. To come. It was like, and people wrote, and people got on stage and did it. And when you had an audition, it was live. It wasn't fucking taped, you know, and mm-hmm. you pick out which one you want. You know, it was ridiculous. All right. Sure. You end up getting, uh, you, you're you're on Broadway with Martin Short and Bernadette Peters. My in first the Goodbye off-Broadway Girl. show. Yeah. Yes. My first um, Broadway show. Broadway show. So, uh, ha- and did that come from an audition or? This is how worlds uh, collide. I had uh, I had heard that uh, through another comedian that Jay Bender, the casting director. <laughs> I remember him. Yeah, he's still around. Oh, yeah. he is. Um, he hasn't cast me in anything. Go ahead. They were looking for a comedian to uh, to be in this musical. Right. A comedian who could sing. Mm-hmm. So and it was at Stand Up New York, Kerry Hoffman, and um, I was just on a panel with him. He wouldn't shut the fuck up. So. <laughs> but anyway, I so I called Kerry. I I got onto the show. Yeah. And this uh, is the audition. This is the audition. audition. So I go up at, at Stand Up New York. I've got my guitar because they don't have a piano. With it. Or maybe right. I brought my keyboard. I don't know. Yeah. But I went up. I did. I did jokes. I did everything that I thought they they needed. And then I I closed with a funny song. Right. You know, belted it out. And, yeah. Jay Brinder brings me into yeah. uh, a regular audition, right? A theater audition. So I come in and I, I do my song. And, and those I, are in just for everyone knows. You go to sort of a stu- a rehearsal studio. studio. Yeah. There's windows. There's a, a fold up table and chairs and just people sitting behind there judging. Right. And in this one, there was only I think there was just Jay and the and his assistant and and the piano player. So we we do this. I go in. I read the script. I read the sides. Right. I I sing the songs. And then uh, he said, okay, we're going to call you back. So he called me back. My callback, though, now this is old right. show, is at the Broadhurst Theater. No nice. way! Old-fashioned kind of, and I have to go out there. There's a piano oh on the God. stage. Oh, my director, God. And in the audience, several rows back, is Neil Simon. Shut up. Marvin Hamlish. Gene Sachs. Oh. And uh, Graziella Danielle. Oh. Right? There's and oh, I would have fucking, I, I would have like peed. I, I almost died. But I, what I said was, oh my God, this is, I'm, I'm 36 at the, at the right. time. So it's like, I've been waiting for a break. Right. And I went, and I had to talk myself out of it. I had to right. get angry at the nerves. Right. I said, no, you've been working this the whole time. You have right. not come here to fuck this right. up. It's so fucking in your head. It's yeah. so fucked up. So yeah. I just did, uh, I just did a college with a thousand drunk people yelling right. at me and I kill. I can certainly work right. this goddamn dump of a theater. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know how Eric, you have to. You have yeah, to. Yeah, and then I went out. I I did the songs. Uh, I I was loose. Uh, they vocalized me and the whole thing. I did everything they wanted me to do, and um and then uh, thank you very much. And I I got off. And then afterwards, then you, you're supposed to forget about it. Well, right. then my <laughs> knees buckled. Yeah. yeah, I I came off the stage. Right. I, oh, okay. That, well, oh, 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 right. What did I just do? And and then that night they called me. They said we're going to use you. So oh my god, you got now, the did, part. That feeling, that must have been the greatest. It was, yes. And did, the, did you think at that time, that's it? Um, I did. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the yeah. fucking sick part of this business. Mm-hmm. You get the first 
mm-hmm. big and you're like, that's it. That's I get it. it. I'm in. You know, I'm in. It's like in. when you said earlier, well, I don't plan on not making it. You know? <laughs> right. Oh, wait. I, I think I heard you say that. Your 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 parents would be like, yeah. Oh, but and you'd be like, well, no. You know? Yeah. It would be like you know. Yeah, my parents. Uh, used if you to if do. you don't make it, like, what, yeah. what makes you think I'm not making right, it? Right. Exactly. You so. Know. Uh, that's yeah. a great. So how long did that show run? That was not a good show. Right. Goodbye, it, girl. It, it said goodbye it cur- after about 200 or something. I don't know. Uh, we we ran from March to August. Okay. Uh, but then we, but we, what, how did thrilling. Did you go on the road? We, we uh, in Chicago. Yeah. Is where we did the preview. That's awesome. So uh, for the holidays, I drove to Chicago. I was there. So all my, Perfect. all my friends and family got to see me. Oh in, my God. In the goodbye Any girl. fuckheads from high school? Uh, I hope so. Yeah, I fucking assholes. I, I, oddly enough, I don't think my theater friend, uh, my uh, high school friends were theater goers. Right. You know, but <laughs> the, oddly enough, had I appeared at a monster truck show, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> WWE. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was uh, that was my way. Now end. is yeah. is Goodbye Girl nose job time? Oh, it's uh, after nose job time. No right. job. So now, I was twenty nine when I did. The and nose what job. was the no- who told you to do a nose job? Oh, I had wanted to do it oh, all right. forever. Who? What was your? Who was your doctor? My doctor. Because oh. my girlfriend Elisa had a nose job. Did she? Yeah, the whole all her sisters and her mother. It's like a thing. <laughs> the rhinoplasty. Yeah. Um, she went to Doctor Guy, and he died of AIDS. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. Hello. 